What's up, all you freaks and geeks of the world? It's your fairy sex mother. I'm here on another episode for the Sex Experience Podcast. If I sound a little stuffy or nasally, it's because I am. Like I blow on my nose. Or if you hear um, my humidifier going in the background. And y'all, the season is changing, so it is what it is. But that ain't gonna stop the motherfucking show. Because I still got things to motherfucking do. So, but of course we... Of course, you know, before we get into the episode, I have to put myself, give myself a shout out and all the other kind of stuff. Make sure you book a session with me if you want to get into, you know, your freaky side. Tap into your inner thought pocket, your inner porn star, whatever the case may be. Book a session with me at www.fairyintimate.com. And you guys know the deal. If you've been listening to my podcast for so long, you already know what I'm saying, what I do. I do it. <laughs> so it is what it is. But let's get into this episode. But hold on one second. Let me blow my nose. Kabibi. Oh, yeah. Get all that shit out of me. Because tomorrow, where are we going? To Chicago. Chicago. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I got to get ready for Exotica. Y'all, I'm so fucking excited. But that's not what this is about. I might do another podcast episode on that itself. But that's not what this is about. This is about trauma and relationships. Excuse me. So, a lot of people, a lot of times, what happens in a lot of situations or relationships is a traumatic experience. So, every relationship that you've been in, whether you identify it as a real relationship or not, and this is not just relationships like platonic or marriage boyfriend girlfriend i'm talking about all relationships no matter what kind of established feelings you have expressed towards another person or people all of those things can cause either a good experience or a bad experience a learning experience at the end of the day and we all learn something different new each and every time so the trauma that we experience from relationships can play a role as to how we are in life today. So for example, people say all the time that, you know, high school love, it really doesn't count, blah, 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 blah. But when you go back and talk about, oh, what was your past relationships like? What were your past friendships like? Sometimes the earliest memory of the first fucked up thing that happened, it comes from a high school relationship with your friends. It comes from your high school boyfriend, girlfriend, your high school crush, um, your high school friends. Like it comes from moments when you were young and you remember distinctly what that person did and it causes you to act a certain kind of way. It does not matter. Trauma is trauma. And I think a lot of times we as people don't try to address our trauma because we feel the need. We feel like either a, we're going to be weak or pussy or um, people feel like, oh, that's something that you should have been got over. It happened so long ago. So why are you still talking about it? This happened, blah, 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 blah. So why do you still blah, blah? People have so many excuses as the reasons to why they feel like you should be over your situation. But then when they get in the situation, they want everyone to be sympathetic and empathetic to them. And it's like, mm, but you just sat here and said that we should kind of underlay on my process, whatever the case may be. So trauma in relationships, again, can play a huge role as to how you are today in life. 
And so if you go back and you think about some of the fucked up things that's happened to you in life, you'll be like, oh, this girl, I messed that up. (laughs) I meant to say, for example, imagine you have a hard time making friends. Why do you have a hard time making friends? Because this person did this fucked up thing to you however long ago, and now it just makes you put a wall up. Or this person, you have a hard time trusting people in a relationship. Why? Because so many people broke your trust before in the past. And then, you know, you have people who try to come in and be Captain Save-A-Ho. Not trying to be, like, funny when I say that. But, you know, just try to come and make things better for you. But there's always a thing in the back of your mind, like, "Mm, do I really want to expose this side of myself to them? Do I feel like they're worthy of that? Or they always have other intentions behind it instead of just being, like, blunt or truthful. And then you do start to expose who you really are as a person and like your other personality traits and what ends up happening. You get fucked over, you get played, you get treated like leftovers. (laughs) I couldn't think of another example. And it just starts to become this big ripple effect of just leading down to like a bunch of issues and problems. And it doesn't really help anyone in the future because now it causes other people to have to come in and play like the real Captain Save-A-Ho. Like it causes other people to have to, not have to, but it makes other people come into your life and it makes them want to save you. Like instead of just putting a Band-Aid over the situation, they want to like get the peroxide and clean the thing out. They want to, um, they want to get a Band-Aid that actually fits and not the Band-Aid that just goes over the wound, but a Band-Aid that helps heal the whole body part that's messed up it's so many things that go inside to traumatic experiences into relationships and also we don't realize that sometimes we're the ones ouch i just hit my hand and that shit hurt so bad sometimes we don't realize that we're the ones who causes these situations ourselves so we're about to break it down the first thing that i want to talk about mainly when it comes to this is separating your personality traits from trigger responses A lot of times we like to say, oh, I have a wall up. That's just my personality. I don't like to. um, What's something else people like to say? I had these thoughts in my I had all this stuff and now my brain is just like, boop. We'll just start with that one. I have. Oh, it's hard for me to trust people. And that's just my personality. It's not hard for you to do these things. You just don't want to. You saying that things are hard for you. Because it's my personality. Nothing is really hard. It's the choosing of wanting to and not wanting to. Like, it's hard for me to jump off a cliff. A cliff. It's not hard for you to jump off a cliff. All you got to do is jump. You just don't want to. That's a huge difference than, you know, you're naturally a funny person. Naturally being goofy. You're not funny and goofy because you choose to be sometimes. Like, that sounds crazy, but sometimes the way like you present yourself into the world, your personality is weighed on your shoulders. Your personality is shown through your face. Your personality is shown sometimes like through your hair, your hairstyles, your um yeah. Oh, you never done that before, so I just thought it was a little different. While well, I was recording my podcast, no. Bae, I texted you and I told you. I didn't get no text message. Oh. I had the thing open from when I didn't text you. 
see this. I'm about to shower. Somebody didn't rain. Oh. It's... Sorry for the interruption. It's okay. <laughs> um, what was I just saying? He's so cute. He just got a haircut. Now that just kind of fucked me up because now I want to fuck. Anyways, as a personality trait, I'm just going to start back from where I basically started from because I totally forgot my train of thought because he got a haircut and he looked good. Damn. Any fucking ways. We have to start separating personality traits from trigger responses. It's not that you can't trust people. You just choose not to trust people. It's not that you don't like... It's not that you don't like roller coasters. You don't like to get... That's wrong. It's not that roller coasters are dangerous. You just don't like to ride them because of how they make you feel. That in itself is just your opinion. And that's how you feel. And that's what you want to do. But the things that you don't want to do, instead of saying, like, that's your personality, that's your personality... It's easier just to say, like, I don't want to do that because of A, B, C, D, E, F, G reason. Or just simply say, like, it's a trigger response for me. and so Or it's a trigger for me. So I am not able to do these things naturally the way that I normally would until such and such things happen in a sequence of events or over time. But instead, a lot of us like to say, I have this wall up because of my personality, because it's my personality. I have this wall up because of this. I have a hard time trusting people because of that. When in all actuality, it's because of the fact that somebody or some people in your past have done this to you oh so many times. Excuse me, you guys. Ooh, there it go. Yeah. Yes, out of my system. Get the fuck out, mucus. We're not going to take it. Okay. So many people or a certain person probably fucked you over so many times to make you want to have your wall up, to make you not want to trust people, to make you not want to be around certain kind of people, to make you have a stereotype towards people. We don't realize that the relationships that we make with others, again, whether it's boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, friend, friend, boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, non-binary, non-binary, whatever the case may be. Those type of relationships that we make with other people, if the experience is not what you expect it to be, instead of taking those lessons and saying, all right, well, this is what I know I don't want in the next type of relationship I make, but this is what I do want. Instead, we take those experiences and we say, oh, well, I'm never going to do this again. I'm never going to date again. I'm never going to go out. I don't want to make new friends. I don't want to do this, that, and the third, this, that, and the third, this, that, and the third, because they fucked me up so bad. And I just want to put it out there. Because somebody hurt you, that does not mean that they abused you. Because they abused you, it hurts you. And they have hurted you, yes. But if someone hurts you, that does not mean that they abused you just means that they weren't the right person for you and the friendship, relationship, whatever. And I hope that makes sense. I hope nobody comes to me like, bitch, you're fucking stupid. That doesn't... Whatever. But we have to realize that a lot of times when we put so much energy and effort into people that don't put that same energy back into us, we're hurting ourselves just as much. And that leads into my other point is you could be the problem and the trigger for that person. I'm going to break that down into two. You could be the problem. You could be the problem in two ways. 
you could be the problem by A, you being the aggressor and not realizing it, or you realize it and you're doing it to get a reaction out of the person. Meaning, you know for a fact that you're stubborn. Stubborn is another personality trait that I meant to talk about. Like, I'm stubborn and that's part of my personality. No, you're stubborn because you want to be, you rather sit there and hold this shit in than talk about your feelings and expressing yourself. That's not a personality trait. That's just a decision you make because you feel like having your guard up is a lot better. But anyways, you can be the problem. You're, you know that you're a stubborn person. You know that when things don't go your way, you're going to shut down like a complete child, like a baby. And you're going to wait until either A, someone, the other person caves into your shit and does whatever you ask or tries to do all the things that they know can make you smile just to get you to talk. Or you're just going to sit there and be in your shell until the end of fucking time, basically. That in itself can be a trigger for someone else. That in itself can be a traumatic experience because shutting down and shutting yourself off from the world and not allowing yourself that peace of mind to get your feelings out, to express your emotions, that can cause way more problems than just simply sitting down and saying your piece, the other person saying their piece. You can agree to disagree or you guys can come to some realizations and then shit gets better. That in itself does a lot more good That in itself, excuse me, does a lot more good than it does bad. But being stubborn, shutting down, and just canceling out the world and saying, I don't want to talk about this right now because if I keep talking, then blah, 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 blah. Or I don't talk about this right now because you know what you did. And if you don't know what you did, go figure it out. That's a trauma response. That's a traumatic, that can cause a traumatic experience in a relationship. Because now, as a friend, if I go out and make, like, in a friendship type situation, if me and my friend, I have an issue with something they did and I come to them and say, hey, you know, I don't appreciate when you did this and when this, that and the third happened. Oh, excuse me. I don't appreciate when you did this, this that, and the third happened, blah, 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 blah. And then you come back to me and be like, I don't want to talk about this right now. I don't care to discuss this. It is what it is. It's my personality and you just got to accept it. Like just shutting me out all the way down and then being too stubborn to hear out my opinion. As a friend, the next group of friends that I make, if at any time they start to exhibit some of your behaviors, maybe not per se be exactly like you, but they start to exhibit a little bit of those behaviors, I'm hesitant to actually be close to them. I'm hesitant to want to build a relationship with them i am confused is to see if i want to go any further with this friendship because if i have to sit through another friendship where i have an issue with something and i'm trying to discuss it with you but because of your quote-unquote personality or because of your quote-unquote stubbornness you feel the need that it's not okay to you feel like it's okay to carry yourself this way that's going to cause me not to want to create any more relationships like this because now i'm scared of the fact that whenever i express myself i'm going to get turned down or get turned away that could be you causing the problem in a relationship i'm going to use the same example or the same (coughs) excuse me the same quote-unquote trait being stubborn you're stubborn in relationships and your partner's trying to come and tell you like an issue that they're having or just talk to you about whatever the case may be. You hear something you don't like and you completely shut the fuck down. You shut down to the point where you're literally tuning them out and you're focused on other stuff. 
rather than trying to understand the words that they are saying and figuring out ways to fix your relationship to understand what's going on, blah, 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 blah. Instead of trying to hear them out, talk it out, work it out, whatever the case may be, you shut down, you close your ears, you keep it pushing, and you're just like, no, I'm going to do what I want to do, and I'll talk to you about it when I'm ready to talk about it. Now I get into a relationship with somebody else, the millisecond I feel like they have shut down, excuse me, the millisecond I feel like they have tuned me out, shut me out, they feel like, or I feel like they don't want to talk about something, I'm going to be hesitant to bring things up. I'm going to be afraid. Not like I'm pussy or nothing like that, but in a general sense, to be honest, people can become afraid or scared to really express their opinion to their significant other. If so many times in the past, their past relationships, someone has exhibited these kind of traits and we can sit there and say, then why are you dating somebody who have these kind of traits? Let's not sit here and cap because this is also another traumatic experience. People will sit there and hide their true personality until they get to a certain status and then they reveal their true colors. For example, me and you could sit me and another person could be sitting there um talking for like four months. I'm showing the person all the sweet lovey dovey sides of me, how I can cook, I can clean, all this other kind of stuff. I'm very attentive to you in text messages on the phone. I'm caring about you, you're caring about me, all this other kind of stuff. Boom, the four to six months go by Hey, will you be my girlfriend? I want to make it official, blah, 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 blah. Girlfriend, two months into being your girlfriend, boom, I show you my real personality. I show you that I'm actually a bitch. I'm very rude and disrespectful. I'm not that clean. I just cleaned up because I was trying to impress you. Not saying like this is me as a person, but people do that. People will hide a part of themselves and then they'll sit there and show you the real colors and then when you see the true colors you're like okay who the fuck is this person why do you think people say all the time like this wasn't the person this isn't who i who you were when i first met you sometimes growth is a very good thing everyone grows everyone evolves everyone builds into new personalities when you start to add other people into your life because you know we're all put on this earth and we're all meant to socialize and spread our wings and place our mark in whoever's lives but unfortunately you got motherfuckers who feel like a part of growing is also also means to grow to be a dick grow up and realize like oh well since i've been a nice guy for so long let me be a bitch let me be the asshole that i always wanted to be and maybe i'll start getting the quote-unquote respect or the energy that i deserve when in all actuality you're just putting up a persona to protect your feelings because you've been hurt oh so many times so you could be the problem and you just don't know it you could be the problem and you never wanted to address it you could be the problem and you know you're the problem and but just chooses to be the person that causes all this pain and all this harm. The second part to it was you could be the trigger for that person. Literally in relationships, you could be the person. I'm not saying like you in particular, the other person too, whoever, whoever is listening to this. You could be the person that literally makes the other one tick. You could be the person that makes a person not want to do not want to be with your kind anymore and your kind doesn't necessarily mean black but it can mean like you know women i don't want to be with women no more i want to be with men 
I don't want to be with men no more. I want to be with just women. I don't want to be with black people. I want to be with a different race. I don't want to deal with blah, 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 blah. Like we hear black men, not all black men. So I'm not going to assume, but you know, you have heard situations where African-American males will say that they don't want to be with a black woman because they're too strong. They're too overpowering, overbearing, like all these adjectives that make it seem as if because of how assertive a black woman can be, because all people can be assertive, all nationalities, cultures, whatever, they can be strong, independent, assertive, um, powerful that's the word i was looking for dominant but for some reason people just love to classify that with only african-americans which is like stupid but either way go whatever you'll assume that that personality trait goes with an african-american woman when you put that kind of perspective on all people if that one person or a group of people Oh, so many times do these things that make you feel a certain kind of way. Boom, you end up being a trigger. And now they just feel like, you know, what? I can't be with your kind anymore or I can't deal with your kind, whatever your kind, quote unquote, might be. I can't deal with it because now it's becoming to a point. It's come to a point that it's either deal with your shit and risk my mental health. Or do what's best for me. And sometimes what's best for me is to get away from what I deem as normal. Or what I felt was comfortable. Hopefully that makes sense. I feel like I said that right. But I'm also like a little sick. So I feel like I said it wrong. But yeah. Just to basically summarize everything that I said. Traumatic trauma in relationships are real as fuck. And even then, we should know trauma and relationships are real because of the simple fact that, one, relationships also come from our parents. Some of us have gone through a lot of, excuse me, a lot of bullshit with our parents. Our parents have treated us in ways that has scarred us as people, and it's the reason why our personality is the way that it is. Some of us have relationships with other people in our family that makes us question What is a real family? Like, even though we're blood and we see what blood means through TV, social media and all this other kind of stuff. What does it mean for me? Because you can sit there and say that we're blood and I'm supposed to love you. But yet you treat me as if I'm an enemy. In friendships, traumatic relationships, like if if one of your homegirls fuck your boyfriend or one of your home, especially... One of the things that I see with guys nowadays, a lot of guys will sit there and be like, my homeboy smashed her. I'm going to be cool with him, but I'm going to like push her to the curb. Why? Is it because you're comfortable with your homeboy more than you're comfortable with the girl that you were like dating, the one that you were serious with? Or is it the fact that you never cared for her in the first place and you were looking for her out? That in itself is it can cause trauma. That's a response to trauma or something that's happened in the past and you don't know how to address it and figure it out. A lot of these situations that we have in whatever kind of relationship that causes things to be a trigger for us, we don't realize that if we sit down and actually figure out where the problem comes from, talk about it with whoever, whether it's the friend, the significant other, 
the family member, or even just going to your therapist and talking about this kind of stuff, we don't realize like that a lot of things that we've gone through, and I'm talking about all people, not just necessarily one race, one gender, or one age group. We've all gone through something that has caused us to make us look at <coughs> people or someone a certain kind of way. And because of that, we tend to, like I said, use certain things as an excuse to say this is our personality because of blah, blah, blah. Well, this happened to me so long ago, and this happened to me at this time. It's not part of my personality to be a dick. It's not a part of my personality to have my walls up. It's not a part of my personality. No, it's not. It's not a part of your personality. You just choose to do it. And you're choosing to do it because you want to protect your peace. And that is okay. But something else I've also learned is you'll never know. You'll never be able to experience life and all the beauty that it has to offer if you walk around every single day with a wall up, with a barrier up. You'll never be able to experience the sun at its full form if you're always trying to block it with the clouds. And that was something that my therapist had told me. And it kind of stuck with me because it's like, that's very much so true. And just like a short story time before I let you guys go. I definitely had a wall up. I used, ooh, excuse me. I used to use sex as a way to figure out like if this was how I like a person. This is the way that I'm going to express my emotions is through my body. When in all actuality, it was because I was insecure about everything else. But I knew that I was at least good in the bedroom. So if I wanted a guy to like me, then I would just use my sexual my sexuality as a way to express the like. When that in itself could have been a traumatic experience. Because for some guys, like I've said on this so many times before, or this podcast so many times before, at some point, or at one point, I was like a heavy cheater. Sometimes the guys cheated first, and sometimes it was me. Regardless, I was still a heavy cheater and that had caused a lot of strain. That caused a lot of issues for me, myself, and my mental. And it also caused a lot of guys a lot of hurt. Am I sorry for it? See, that's another conversation for another day. Because I would really have to explain my thought process to all of it. But at the same time, it still probably caused a lot of the guys that I did hurt or I did... um put in those situations, it probably caused them to not want to trust women again. It probably caused them not to want to uh, be in a relationship with someone like myself, whatever the case may be, because I genuinely hurt them. Even in friendships, there's been moments in friendships where I literally could have, personally, I'm going to say in friendships, it can go either way because everyone has their own side of a story because there's your side, their side, and the truth. So, in my perspective, when it comes to friendships, I probably have caused a lot of traumatic experiences, but I've also, I also know that I have responded to some friends a certain kind of way because of my own traumatic experiences, because they were a trigger for me. And either way, either the friendship got resolved or the situation got resolved because me and that friend were able to discuss it, hash it out. Or we're just no longer friends no more because of whatever the situation was at hand. Regardless, any and everybody can at some point be a trigger for someone else. But a way to 
deal with those things or not even deal with it a way to work on that is honestly knowing who you are as a person if you know you're an ancient person if you know that it's uh, how can i say this if you know that you're a cheater because you like the idea of being with multiple people at one time why do you commit and lie and say that i'm only going to commit to you when knowing that you would rather commit or submit yourself to multiple people that can be a trigger because obviously not obviously but a lot of relationships um that start with cheating causes a lot of issues like honestly look at social media you see a woman get cheated on or a guy get cheated on you see how it affects them and then every time people go back to that person that cheated on them everyone wants to be like oh you're stupid you're dumb blah 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 and while all those things are being said and they're coming back like no excuse me all those things are coming back and being said they're like no this person has changed they have a different personality blah 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 they've done this to get their shit together blah 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 but then what you don't know behind closed doors is how many times that person who got cheated on has cried how many times that person who got cheated on has gone to them and been like well what was the reason what was so important why her why him blah blah like so many other things that have gone on behind closed doors that heavily affects them and they're still trying to figure out a decision themselves but in the meantime they don't want to make a decision that's so rash when their emotions are like all over the place we don't realize that a lot of times that the personality traits that we claim to be so heavy in our system it's actually a trigger response. It's a traumatic it's a traumatic response to shit. To life in itself. And instead of working on those things and discussing those things, we rather just have our guard up, have our wall up, and use excuses rather than making clear That's not what I want to say. I was gonna say clear theories. We sat that we sit there and we make excuses for each for our personality rather than understanding who we truly are and working on what we feel is needed to become better. If you feel like you're fine the way that you are, then, you know, kudos to you. But you, if you know that some of the things that you've done to people comes back and it hurts you and you want to stop and you just don't know how, one of the first things to any and everything is to sit down and look at yourself and realize what is good what is bad what can be better what is great give yourself like a bunch of pros and cons and if your cons are out starting to outweigh your pros then you need to sit down and do some deep thinking and some deep realization and figure out what it is you need to do in order to become a better version of yourself that you're looking for and i'm not going to sit here and say that therapy is always the answer because some people you know, they can sit down and do things themselves. But, you know, I wouldn't be in school for marriage-friendly therapy and not say that therapy doesn't have its benefits. Because if you do decide to go the route of talking to some a professional about what's going on in your mental or your personal life and how can you break from the triggers, I mean, it is a therapist's job to help you with that. And there's so many activities out there in the world that can help you um, understand whatever it is that you need 
So, yeah. But yeah, trauma in relationships are real. And trauma in relationships also is is one of the main reasons why people honestly want to stay, stay far away from relationships till this day. There's so many people who've been in fucked up situations and relationships out there that they feel like, what's the point? And you see black love, not black love, I'm sorry, that was wrong. You see love on the internet and on social media and you say to yourself like, oh, I want that. I want to feel that. Or you see like friend groups even on social media, um, families. You see all these types of relationships all over the internet in real life and stuff. And you're like, at one point, I want that. I want to experience that. But you're too afraid to experience that kind of love, pleasure, um, intimate connection with anyone because of all the shit that's happened to you before. So I'm not going to repeat myself again. But, you know, there's other ways to work through those experiences or work on those triggers. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I will see you guys on the next one. Bye.